You're listening to the weekly partial podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shemesh Israel, 5780-2020. This week, if you're in Eretz Yisrael, so the Parsha is Baloscha. If you're in Chutz Lawrence, so the Parsha is Nasa. And what I'd like to do, and we'll see if we can continue in this vein in the coming weeks, is I'd like to say something that's connected to both Parshias, a point which runs through both of these two Parshias, so that we can all benefit from the idea, and we can all enjoy and have something to say perhaps at our Shabbos table, something to be inspired by, to take home with us. And I'd like to share with you a medrash in Parshas Balos at the very beginning of the Parsha, which connects to Parshas Naso as well. It says like this, Maxiv and it's a very famous medrash, it's a famous concept, Rashi brings it, I believe. And But let's look at it in a new light. We're going to see a very beautiful insight that we may not have thought about or may not have noticed before in this medrash. In Parshas Naso, we have the Nesim bringing the Korbanis. They are dedicating, there's a Chanukah Sabayis. They're dedicating the Mishkan for the first time. They are the ones to bring the first Korbanos, the first sacrifices on behalf of each of their tribes. So we have 12 tribes that bring these Korbanos. Israel. And immediately afterwards, the beginning of our parsha, parsha's baloscha. So it says, "Daver al Aaron baloscha saneros." Hashem says, "The commandment." Hashem says to Moshe, "Tell Aaron that he is to bring, he is to light the candles." Okay. So what is the smichus? Why do we have these two ideas right next to each other in the parsha? End of parsha's nasa. We have the concept of the nesiim bringing their korbanos. The beginning of our parsha, we have. The command to Aaron to, to light the, the menorah. So, Zesham Rakasuf says the Medrash, it's hinting to something which it says in the verse. There is a concept that those who fear Hashem, those who are His holy ones, they are not missing anything. It can't be that someone is a holy one, a person who's close to God, and he's missing something. Why? Because God is the ultimate giver, God is the ultimate uh, perfect one. And therefore, anyone who's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu has everything that they need. What does that mean? How does that have to, what does that have to do with us? An amazing thing. In Pashas Naso, we have 12 tribes bringing the Korbanais, bringing these initial sacrifices, and we need to understand the essence of what these sacrifices are, what is the importance of them, because we're going to see that Aaron... There is a certain sense of, of sadness that he wasn't able to be one of those tribes. There were 12 tribes, right? We know that there are really 13 tribes, right? Because Yosef is split into Menashe and Ephraim. When we count Ephraim, which is what the Medjashir is saying, we don't count Levi. So in last week's part, we had 12 tribes bring, and two of the tribes were what were the tribe of Yosef. What happened to Levi? Levi didn't get an opportunity to bring a, uh, the, the initial sacrifice, the Chanukah Samizbeach, the, de- the, the initial initiation of the Mishkan. He wasn't able to be involved in that. Aaron is worried for his tribe. Right? He's missing something. The Pasuk says that those who are those who fear God, they can't be missing anything. So this is what he thinks. He sees Shevet Ephraim took his place. The Shevet of Ephraim took the place of Levi. What's going on here? I didn't get a chance to be part of the dedication of the Mizbeach. The initial initiation of the Mizbeach. So who was the Nasi, who was the uh, prince 
of the tribe of Levi, is Aaron. It's Aaron Shenemar, as we find in Bamidbar Perak Yitzayim Pasikot Ches. Each of the tribes had a separate staff, and the name that was inscribed on the staff of Levi, who was the Nasi, on all the on all the staffs was inscribed the name of the Nasi, the prince of each tribe. On the pr- tribe of Levi, it was inscribed the name of Aaron Akain. An amazing thing. Aaron was concerned. Perhaps I'm not able to bring a korban amongst all of the other shvatim because I messed up. And as a result of me messing up, I pulled down the entire shavit of Levi. Very interesting thing. Levi doesn't have an opportunity to bring a sacrifice. No one's bringing a sacrifice on behalf of them. The Chanukah Samizbeach, the initiation of the altar in the Mishkan. They're not involved. The Leviim are not involved. Okay, they're involved maybe as the, the Kohanim are involved in the actual Avoida. But nothing's being brought on their behalf. Nothing's being brought on behalf of the Shevet. We're, not, we're, we're just secondary here. We're just agents of those who are bringing it. But we're not actually doing anything ourselves. Aaron thought, perhaps my sin, which is the sin of the Maisa Egel, I was involved in the Maisa Egel, perhaps my sin brought down my tribe and who doesn't want us. He's not interested in our avoid. He's not interested in our service. That's the measure, the famous measure. So what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say? Interesting. Hashem says to Moshe. He doesn't say directly to Aaron. Even though we do find that Hashem speaks directly to Aaron. Here Hashem says to Moshe, you go and tell Aaron, don't be afraid. You're afraid. Perhaps I'm not called a Yari Hashem. I'm missing something. I'm a there's something that I'm missing. My shevet is missing. Perhaps we're not proper Yirei Hashem. Hashem says, don't worry. You're not missing anything. You have your own special Chanukah Samishkon. You have your own special thing that you are going to, to be the initiator of. And this is the Yisait here. We're going we're gonna to try to understand. This, the Yisait of initiation. Giving a direction. We'll see what that means soon. The Gedolim Yisraelat You have something even greater. You're going to initiate something that's going to last even longer. There's going to be two things, says the Medrash, that you are going to have the initiation of which will continue, even as the initiation of these Nasim of the Karbonis is not going to continue. As long as the Besamigdash is around for the initial 850 years of the, of the Mishkan and the Bayes Rishon, and another 400 some odd years of the Bayes Shani. So there's going to be carbon, there's going to be sacrifices. But what happens over the next 2,000 years of Gullus? We don't have the sacrifices, but there will be something that you've initiated that will continue. What is that? The candles will continue. As Mufortune explained, what are the candles? It's the candles of the Kohanim. What are the, what's the candle of the Kohanim? It's Chanukah. There was a rededication. Chanukah Samizbeach. A Chanukah Hamishkana. There was a rededication to the service of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that was initiated by the Kohanim, the Chashmonoim. Aaron's great-great-grandchildren. That initiation would continue throughout the Gullus. And therefore, you don't have to worry. You're initiating something amazingly powerful that's going to start now, the lighting of the Menorah, and it's going to continue even when there's no Beis HaMikdash, even when there's no Temple, even when the Jews are in Gullus or in exile, even when we've returned perhaps to the land of Israel so many years later, and we still don't have a Beis HaMikdash, but we still light the Hanukkah Menorah. And what's the second thing? What's the other thing that's initiated now? And that 
Klal Yisrael continues, the Kohan and the priests continue until this day. To this day, if you're living in Eretz Yisrael, it's every single day that we receive the brachas, the birkas koyanim, the blessings from the priests. If you're outside of Eretz Yisrael, so it's on the Yomim Toivim, on the Shalosh Regalim, we receive those blessings from the koyanim, but it's something that continues, the, the, the avoida that they initiated. What did they initiate? They initiated the lighting of the menorah, of Hanukkah, as well as in the Beis Hamikdash, they initiated the concept of blessings, of giving a bracha to Kal Yisrael, bringing the blessings of Hakadosh Baruch Hu down into the world upon the Jewish people. And that continues forever to this very day. Throughout the Gullus, we still always receive the blessings from the Kohanim. We still continue to light the menorah, remembering the miracle of Hanukkah. Okay, so that's the amazing medrash. We might be very familiar with that. We might not have ever heard the idea of the of the brachas being something that continues forever, but that's the Medrash. And when I read this Medrash, so I wanted to understand. I wanted to understand what is the idea here. And the Mephoshim discussed, well, uh, Levi, you know, they didn't have something, the Korbanists were something, Avoida came out of their pocket, it was their own money that they spent on it. What did Aaron get to do that, that, that he's spending his own money initially? Okay, that's one of the Mephoshim explains that. But what exactly was the issue? What exactly was it that Aaron felt was missing? What, what was he missing here? What was so important to him? And I think that if we focus into a, a specific point in the Medrash, which I didn't yet get to, which I didn't yet point out, we're going to see an amazing idea, which is the foundation of what's going on in the Medrash. And this is the question. The question is like this. It says here that Levi was concerned, I'm sorry, Aaron was concerned for the Shevet of Levi, he was concerned for the tribe of Levi, that perhaps they're not... They're not uh, getting represented properly in the Beis Hamikdash. They didn't have this opportunity to bring a korban. They didn't. They didn't initiate the korbanis, the sacrifices in the Mishkan. So, what's going to be with them? The tribe of Levi. So, Hakadosh Baruch Hu reassures him, "Don't worry. You have an initiation. You are in the Kohanim. The priests they give blessings. They like the, They're going to light the Hanukkah. The Hanukkah candles are going to be because of them." Wait, 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 hold on a second. So this is the question. That's very nice for the Kohanim. That's very nice for the priests. But how does that help the Levim? How does that help the Levites? He was concerned about his whole tribe. He wasn't just concerned about himself. He was concerned about all the Levim. The Levim aren't involved in lighting the menorah. They're not involved in um, the bracha, the birkas Kohanim, the blessings of the priests. So how does, what is the answer? He was concerned about his, his tribe. They weren't involved in the sacrifices. They, they, didn't, they didn't get to have a hands-on involvement in the Mishkan. What, is Le- what does the tribe of Levi get? What Aaron does? What the Kohanim do? How does that help them? So the idea here is an amazing idea, and it has to do with what is the concept of a Nasi. We're talking here about the Nasiim. A Nasi is a prince. What is a prince? A Nasi, the word Nasi in Hebrew means linso, means to raise up. It means linsones. We talk about the fact that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is, is going to raise up a flag. The Kabiz Gilyasenu is going to gather in our, our uh, exiles from the four corners of the earth. To raise up, that's what a Nasi is. He's somebody that raises, he's like a flag. What is a flag? So we spoke about it, I believe, last week or the week before. The idea of a flag is something that we raise up and we see it's in front of us. It reminds us of who we want to be. What is our mission in life? The Nasi. A Nasi is someone who is raised up. He's like a flag. He stands before us. He stands at the helm of our tribe. He stands at the helm of our Beis Knesset, 
of our families, of our shuls, of our Torah institutions. He stands up in front of us and he reminds us of who we are and who we want to be. That's what a Nasi is. That's what a prince is. A prince is somebody who is raised up. He wears a crown on his head. Why? Because he is the crown. He's the mind. He is the, the leader. Just like the mind leads the body. The Nasi leads the tribe. He is, he's the one who guides and leads his tribe. He rises up above them. And what he does, the others follow. He leads the tribe. Okay, so now the Nasi. What does it mean that the Nasim brought these korbanas on behalf of their tribe? What does it mean that, that they were the ones who were initiating? So now, now hear this. This is really cool. So now, what is the idea of initiation? We're talking about the Chanukah Samizbeach. We're talking about the initiations. What's, why is it so important? Why, why, is, why is Aaron so bothered? He's going to be involved in Avodah throughout the years. He's the Kayan. What does he care so much about the, in, that first moment? He wasn't involved in the first moment. And the answer is that the Bresh is Bora. The first moment is the Rosh. The first moment, Hakol Holech, Achar Haschal, everything goes after the beginning. Whatever is in that first moment, it's like the seed. It's the seed. You plant that seed in the ground. All of the information, all of the DNA for that awesome tree that's going to grow is all contained in that little seed in that first moment. All that will follow throughout all of the years of Klal Yisrael serving at Kaddish Baruch Hu, all the Avodah of Am Yisrael in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdash, Beis HaMikdash HaRishon, Beis HaMikdash HaShani, and Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi was all contained in that seed of that moment that the Nesim planted for all of Am Yisrael and represented each and every one of those who are in their Shevet. So when they brought that first korban, what they were saying is, here we are, we are planting the seed for our Shevet. When the, when the representative, the Nasi, the one who stands at the helm of the Shevet of Yehuda, gets up and he brings that korban, he's doing it on behalf of his entire tribe. And now this is for all time. He is now laying down the seed, the foundation for all the korbanas that would ever be brought throughout history, it was in that moment. And that also means that as the Nasi, as the leader of his tribe, he is saying, he is representing his tribe, and saying, here, this is who we are. This is what our essence is. It's Avodah Hashem. It's serving God. It's bringing the sacrifices. It's doing His will. Here we are. I am the Nasi. I am the leader. And here we are. We, as represented by me, I'm leading you all in service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what the Nesim were doing there. Awesome thing. They were doing something historic. Uh, unbelievable. Never to be forgotten. To be spoken about for 3,320 years at least after, this, after the fact. Here we are still speaking about it. Right? Never to be forgotten. And it will return. And it will continue because of them. Because of the seed that they planted. Now Aaron says, Hey, what's going on here? What about me? I might be here now, but where's it going to be? I'm the Nasi of my tribe. I'm the leader of my tribe. My tribe didn't get to lay down the foundation anywhere. We didn't get to be in that first moment. We didn't get to be in that first second of the the creation of the Mishkan that's going to go on forever to lay down the DNA for for all times. That's what he was. That's what he was worried about. He's the Nasi of his tribe. He's the leader of not just the Kohanim, not just the priest, but he's the leader of the Levium. And what he does is, first of all, representing his entire tribe. And second of all, it's laying down the foundation for all of history. And it's laying down the foundation of what's going to be for him, for the Kohanim, for the Levium. And really, as we'll see from the answer, 
all of Klal Yisrael. And to this HaKadosh Baruch who says, don't you worry, of course you're the Nasi. Of course you're the Nasi of your tribe. Of course you're going to do something that's going to be the seed. It's going to be the, the, the laying down the foundation, the direction, the, the kivun for all of Am Yisrael. For, your, for yourself, for your tribe, for all of the Levium and all of, the, all of Am Yisrael. And what is that? Something even deeper. The Karbanas, that's something, you know, it's something that we do. It's something that's, we could call it, it's an outer action. Doesn't hit at the essence. Hashem gave him something greater, something deeper. He said, "There's going to be a lighting of a menorah. There's going to be a lighting of a menorah now in the base Hamikdash. But this lighting of the menorah, it is so key. It is so to, goes to the core. It's it's a foundation. It's a seed that you're planting, not just in a certain avoda in the Mishkan, a certain superficial act that's being done in the Mishkan." But it's something that's so core, cool so essential, such a such a root idea that it's going to continue even without a mishkan. And that is what is the what does the menorah represent? It represents the Torah. It represents the fact that we have a connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that we indeed we are the ones who are lighting. We're lighting that spirituality inside of ourselves. And that's something which is not limited to a mishkan. It's not something which is limited to that moment in time. It's something that will last forever. It's a seed that's planted, and you will always see the fruits of that seed. You will always see the fruits of that of the of the menorah. You'll always see the fruits of the spirituality, the connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which is represented by the menorah. You will always be the leader. Aaron Akain, you will always be remembered. This action that you're doing, the lighting of the menorah, which represents the spirituality of Am Yisrael, as is represented by the Torah itself. That is something that will never be forgotten. That seed will be planted, and you know, it will always bear fruits, even in Gullus. And how will we see that? We will see that even in the darkest times when we have no Beis HaMikdash. We're going to continue to light the menorah and remember our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the miracle that He did for us, His connection to us, even in a time where there weren't open miracles. And we're going to continue to light those menorah in the Gullus, in the, in the darkest exiles, in the, in the, in the trenches of of gullus of darkness in the farthest reaches places where it seems like you are not you are still you are still there and that's the idea of the blessings as well before Shem explain that what, what, why does it mention here the blessings because actually right before the, the Nesim in Parshas Baloscha I'm sorry in Parshas Naso right before the Nesim it speaks about the mitzvah of the blessings that the Kohanim are to give Am Yisrael and that comes to the essence the blessings themselves also represent our connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu, not just on a shitri level, not just on a uh, a superficial level, but also on the level of the core, who we are, how we're connected to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Yes, it will manifest in all the actions that we do. Yes, it will manifest in the in the korbanos that we bring, in the misses that we perform, etc., etc. But at the essence, the light of the menorah and the blessings of the Kohanim both represent. This idea of who we are at the essence, what is the core, what is the seed? What is it, the DNA that's written into our hearts that manifests, that we see coming into being in all of our actions, in all of our lives, in all that we do, in all the mitzvahs that we perform. The Levium are the Nasi. The Levium, the tribe of Levi, is the Nasi, who guides Am Yisrael and the Torah. They're there singing in the Beis HaMikdash. They're there uh, receiving the the... Trumas and Maisa, the different tithes that are given to them, they're, they're involved in teaching Am Yisrael, 
the right way to go. And the Kohanim are at their helm. That's the idea here. The reassurance was that don't worry, Aaron. You're worried about your tribe. Of course you represent your tribe. Of course your tribe will be represented. You, Aaron, in being the, the Kayin, and being the priest, and being the one who, who lifts up the Baleis Ches you lift up the candles. You're the one who shows what is the center. You raise up. You're the Nasi. You raise up and show everyone, your entire tribe of Levi, and your, the entire Am Yisrael is going to continue to light the Chanukiah, the, the, the menorah, for all times on Chanukah. Because you have planted within them, what is the thing that we raise up? What is the essence of who we are? What is the seed that we plant? What is the kivun, the direction? It's all about spirituality. It's all about putting HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the center of who we are, at the center of our lives. And everything else comes out. Everything else is a result. Everything else is secondary. It's, a, it's an offshoot of the central, the central beam, the central column of the menorah, which is Avodah Hashem, service of God, Torah, Bracha, the blessings that God wants to bring upon the Jewish people. It all comes upon us because we realize we are able to see what is at the center, what is the Nasi. He is the center. He's the one who leads us and guides us. That's the job of the Nasi. That was the job of Aaron and that's the idea of the menorah, and that's the connection to the Karbanis and Parshas Nasi that they all brought. They were showing, Am Yisrael, who are we? We are Oivde Hashem. What is the essence of who we are as a tribe? The Nasi said to his entire tribe, we are those who serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, Aaron has a greater opportunity, a greater seed to plant, which is the essence of who we are, is connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the light of spirituality, the blessings that he wants to bestow upon us. But how does it manifest? That's something that the Nasim got to do. It manifests in the, in the 12 tribes as the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the sacrifices that we bring, as the sacrifices that we make for our spirituality as well. So I want to bless you and I ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to be able to linsones, to, to raise that flag for ourselves, to find those leaders who represent to us what it is that we want to be, who it is that we want to be, what is the center of our lives. Hashem should help us to recognize that the center of our lives is, as the Nesim showed us, the Avoidah, the service of God that we do in His temple, in His Mishkan, in His base Medrash, in His base Haknesses. And we should learn the lesson of Aaron, that what is the central pillar of our lives it's the light, it's the blessings, it's the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos.